Health Canada has approved the updated Moderna vaccine that specifically targets the Omicron variant. The vaccine will be available in BC by the end of October. NACI recommends that the updated vaccine be offered to adults who are recommended to receive a fall booster dose. And NACI also says adolescents between 12 and 17 who have moderately to severely immunocompromising conditions should also consider taking it. Dr. Marie Tarrant from the Faculty of Health and Social Development at UBC Okanagan joins us now for more on this. Good morning. Good morning. So what do we need to know about the composition of the updated vaccine? Well, the new the new booster vaccine that's coming out will be uh, mostly effective against BA1, which um, you know is not the predominant circulating strain right now, but it has a lot of it is an Omicron strain, so there is a lot of cross um, cross immunity, cross protection to all of the Omicron variants that are circulating. So it is highly recommended uh, for people, particularly if they haven't had a booster within the last three to six months, that they get the booster this fall when it once it comes out. And would that be all adults or just the immunocompromised ones? Right now, they're recommending fall boosters for all adults over 18 years of age. If you haven't, particularly if you if it's been more than uh, six months since your um, since your last dose of of the vaccine. So, and again, as you said, with um, the National Advisory Committee on Immunization, they're also advising it for children from 12 to 17 who do have those immunocompromising or other medical conditions. So this new vaccine, the new booster that's coming out in October, it contains both the original vaccine formulation and protection against the original Omicron variant, BA1. But a lot of people will be listening to this going, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's yet to come. So how effective will this be in the fall? Well, we don't 100% know how effective it will be, but we do know that it is the Omicron, it is protective against the Omicron variant, which is still the dominant strain that's circulating within the population. So it is every year, you know, with the flu vaccine, we have a similar thing where we have an educated guess as to what will be circulating in the population. And right now it is still the Omicron strain. So it will be more protective than just the original boosters that were have been available up until now. So we do anticipate it would give some extra protection against infection and then also extra protection against severe disease. And I know that the uh, updated vaccine is intended to be effective against the severity of potential symptoms, but will it actually prevent somebody from getting infected in the first place? Well, the vaccines do prevent some infection. They don't prevent all infection and they're not, they're best at protecting against severe disease. So again, we still, um, you know, if you look at the data coming out of Health Canada, we don't know for sure because these new, new, um, the updated vaccines haven't had large scale um, human trials, but it's based on the same vaccine. So it's not necessary to do that. We don't do that with flu vaccines every year. So we do anticipate it will have some protection against infection, but similar to the other vaccines, it will have its greatest protection against severe disease and severe outcomes. And for people who have now been six months or more without a updated COVID vaccine, then this will provide a lot of extra protection. And then for the people who have been now six months out of their last vaccine, um, for those folks, do they have much immunity at all now? 
They probably still have some. It depends as well, because a lot of them probably did catch Omicron during the wave, you know, last last winter, the um, January, February, we had the large outbreak of Omicron across BC. So a lot of them probably also caught Omicron. So they're not completely naive. You know, the, they're not as at high risk as an on, totally unvaccinated person, but it is waning and their risk of severe disease is going up if they've been six months or more. So does that mean we should all be willing to roll up our sleeve and get another jab every six months? Well, I think, um, you know, we don't know yet, but I think what we'll likely see is it will evolve similar to the flu vaccine, where we'll probably get an annual vaccine when our risk is highest, which is the fall and the winter. And then the risk wanes a lot in the summertime because of just because of our activity and the warm weather and we're outside a lot more. So it's likely that we will see it to become an annual vaccine similar to the flu vaccine. And doctor, so many people say already, I've rolled up my sleeve, I've had several jabs, I don't want to do this regularly every year. And while I realize many people do get the flu shot, many people don't. So do we anticipate that fewer people will get vaccinated this fall than did last or more? Well, that's a good question because we can see even for third dose in BC, just over half of the population has gotten the third dose or the or the first booster. So it is a it is possible that that there is some um, not only COVID fatigue but vaccine fatigue. But I would encourage everyone to get it. It will be. Um, you know, particularly those who have not yet even had a third dose, it will offer a lot of extra protection. And for anyone who's only had two doses, we're looking at almost a year now, potentially, that some of them have been, you know, had their last vaccine. So I do understand that there is, you know, um, some some fatigue with the updated vaccines and with repeated vaccines, but also we don't know where COVID is going yet. You know, we 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 see that there is some um, you know decreasing of each wave, but we we don't know. So I would really encourage people to to get it, particularly as we go into the fall and the winter. Some doctors have said the solution is in vaccines, especially as our uh, public health ministry in BC has uh, not mandated masks for going back to school, or mm-hmm. um, nor have they necessarily implemented uh, proper air, air filtration into every single classroom in BC, um, and that we should focus instead on jabs in the arm for kids. But... Lots of parents are not getting their kids vaccinated. So then where does that leave our classrooms this fall? Yeah, it probably leaves us at at, um, quite high risk of a lot of outbreaks because the vaccines will do a good job at preventing, uh, again, as I said, serious infection. But it doesn't do a great job of preventing overall infection. And when you have crowded um, environments like like classrooms, like universities where I teach, and we also don't have a mask mandate in the fall, uh, and you put a lot of people into closed rooms with um, at least not adequate air ventilation, I think we are possibly looking at that. We don't know for sure, um, depending on the level of immunity, but it's possible that we are looking at sort of these waves of outbreaks or at least, uh, you know, this constant level of outbreaks in schools and in in large crowded settings. And that has a big effect on on teachers, on students, you know, absenteeism rates go up and um, and it could. Yeah, we could potentially see a lot more infections in the fall. 
What's your message for the parents who have been hesitant to get their children vaccinated for this fall? I would say just please, please go get vaccinated. Um, You know, a lot of the the same thing with children. Only about half of the 5 to 11-year-olds have had two doses of of the vaccine. And so... And I understand a lot of those children as well probably got Omicron, you know, last last winter when it was going through schools and going through the population. But that now is about, you know, by the time school opens next week, that would have been about nine months ago. So it is really important to keep your kid healthy, although Omicron is a lot less severe in in children. It is not without some serious consequences for some children. And we also don't know, parents worry about the long-term consequences of the vaccine, but we also don't know about the long-term consequences of infection or even repeated infections in children as well. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. Dr. Marie Tarrant, thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. Thank you very much.